Hey, what's going on, everybody? It is episode 187 of the Audible Farm Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Couchtown Coffee. Couchtown Coffee is roasted right here in Iowa. It's my favorite coffee. I drink it pretty much every single morning. And when I say pretty much every single morning, I mean the only time I don't drink it is when I run out, and it's a sad, sad day. You guys should check out Couchtown Coffee. Go to CouchtownCoffee.com. Find a coffee you like. And let them know how you want it roasted, and they'll ship it directly to your door. It's that easy. The only thing that's better than getting some Couchtown coffee is getting a discount. So let them know Audible Farm sent you, and they'll give you 50% off. Why? Because Couchtown coffee is that awesome. Thanks, Couchtown. This week, I am sitting down alone. It's a solo episode this week. And I'm regaling from a recent trip I took to Chicago and played some music there. It's pretty interesting. I get into that right at the beginning of the episode. This is a short, short episode this week. Why? Um, Well, it's a solo episode and I didn't have much to talk about. So I talked about the solo show. I talked about some upcoming shows I have. I talked about other things Three Finger Betty is doing. And uh, yeah, I talked about... Uh, merch and a couple other things nothing too pressing this week and uh you know what that's okay it's all right to have a week that's not too pressing with information i do have some fun interviews lined up uh i do have a couple really really like i said it in a recent episode i have some really interesting people lined up that i hope to i get to interview and uh those are going to be coming later on in the summer hopefully so uh, maybe I'll quit teasing it in case it doesn't happen. But man, there's some there's some fun stuff. A lot of crazy people have been reaching out. Uh, I've been getting people reaching out to me from all over the place, um, not just Iowa. And I'm trying my best to keep this Iowa based in some sense or another. So um, yeah, haven't had I don't know. They haven't fielded too many from outside of Iowa. And I'm going to try my best to keep it somewhat close to that, unless it's somebody that has ties to Iowa or plays in Iowa a lot. Or maybe I just ran into him while I was playing a show in Iowa. So we'll see. We'll see. Otherwise, yeah, this episode's short. It's a solo episode. I'm going to quit blabbing in the intro, so that way you can uh, listen to me blab some more later. All right. It's the Audible Farm Podcast. With your host, Peter Stockdale. I'm solo this week, sitting down alone. Been actually, uh, you know, broken record here. Kind of busy this last week. Uh, Three Finger Betty actually went on a on a trip this week. We played in Chicago on Sunday. Pretty eventful show. I'm hoping to bring John or at least maybe the rest of Three Finger Betty on uh, soon to talk about the upcoming album and things like that. But yeah, that that show in Chicago is pretty fun. It was at a Mexican restaurant that has punk shows which is kind of i mean i i'm sure like you guys are like already like two minutes into this interview like what uh yeah so i played in in the outskirts of chicago at a mexican restaurant that has punk shows and it was pretty cool the place was packed there were like families in there eating food watching punk music it was pretty wild not something i'm necessarily used to i don't think that would be something that would go down in any of the small towns that i i usually play in but you know, it was, it was pretty fun. It was it was a long haul, long drive over there, and a long drive back. So 
that was, you know, for what it was, it was a really, really fun time. You know, it's really fun to get out of town and play shows. And, uh, you know, it's also, it's also kind of weirdly coincidental. We played with a band there that, um, was on tour from Las Vegas. Their name is Jerk and they're pretty good. So you should check them out. But Jerk, uh, we've actually played with them another time, I believe. And, uh, I'll have John confirm this at a later date, but yeah, I believe we played with them in Omaha, um, at, uh, was called like the punk rock barbecue or something. Yeah something like that. But yeah, that was uh, also a really fun event too. But yeah, uh, we've played with Jerk before and they're, they're really good. It's fun. It's kind of weirdly coincidental. We've seen them like, you know, in Chicago and Omaha and then, you know, I've played with them on both dates. So it's, that's pretty wild. It's pretty cool that, uh, you know, odd little happenstance of sorts there. And, uh, yeah, so go ahead, check out those bands. Uh, there were a whole pile of other bands on the show with us. And, uh, you know, another thing that was pretty fun was, uh, Jeff, our bassist, we call him Geoff, because uh, we did have another bassist named Jeff. So for a while, to distinguish between the two, it was Jeff and Geoff. So, uh, yeah, anyways, so Geoff brought his, his dog with, and that was pretty fun. He, he sat out in his van and did homework and camped around with his dog. And I, I don't know. It's just kind of fun to have a dog around, you know, go pet, pet a dog, you know, in between bands or something like that. It's kind of a crazy thing to think about but i don't know if i'd bring my dog to a show but my dog's also getting pretty old so his dog seemed pretty fun a uh, real spry little thing and i don't know just good times all around having a trip out there with some of your buddies and just meeting them in a different place and uh I, we're all coming from different places uh, to some extent some people came early and and went to things and other people had things going on saturday they had to go to so they couldn't go early etc cetera, etc cetera. so yeah it was kind of fun we all just like met up there and it was a good time, really good time all around. Uh, it's been, like I said, it's been a while since I've left town that far and played a show. And I, I know Three Finger Betty's, we've done it before. We've played shows in, in Omaha on a couple occasions and um, down in the Kansas City area, et cetera, et cetera, you know, Chicago. So we've, we've been around. We actually did a show in Minneapolis as well. So we've been to some places. And uh, yeah, good times all around. It's always good to get out of town and play some shows. Uh, uh, there's still plenty of places in Iowa I'd like to play with Three Finger Betty, but, you know, punk music is, uh, kind of a niche market depending on where you go, but, I mean, heck, in, in Chicago they have it in Mexican restaurants, so rock and roll, you know, go grab yourself some punk rock and tacos, and, uh, and rock and roll, so that's what I ended up doing, uh, ate up a lot of the weekend this weekend, and unfortunately, I did not have uh, enough time to sit down with anybody and do an interview. I was hoping to do one with Three Finger Betty while we were there. But by the time we were all there and, and the band started playing and stuff, it's one of those things where you kind of want to be somewhat present to support all the rest of the bands when you're on a, a big bill like that. So, you know, we s- stuck around and supported the bands. And, uh, you know, we ended up headlining the show, which was pretty cool. They asked us to come back on another date. So we'll have to see if we can line up another date that works with all of us and uh and maybe swing back out to the chicagoland area i like to say the outskirts of chicago you know it's it's one of those things where it's like well you're in you know to somebody from iowa it's like yeah it's, you're in chicago but if you're somebody that lives in chicago it's like no that's not chicago so i think uh, i think we sat down and looked it up but we're, we're still like i don't know like almost an hour away from the lake you know so but we're still in uh, the city's uh, area. So we were in the outskirts there somewhere, but it was pretty fun. Pretty good times. Uh, check it out. Uh, there is some video maybe floating around somewhere, maybe on Facebook. I don't know. I know somebody took some video there and, and 
it's it's up there somewhere. So if you guys want to check that out, go for it. I haven't hunted it down yet, but it's there. Um, maybe I should hunt it down, but I was also there playing it, so it really kind of is a moot point for me. So out there somewhere, there it is. Um, maybe I'll get John to share it on the Three Finger Betty social media account. So that's another one there. Uh, otherwise, Three Finger Betty's Instagram is, is gone. Like, that's just not a thing anymore. So uh, hopefully we'll get that lined back up, maybe. But I, I don't know um, what all happened there. Uh, once again, it's it's comes down to uh, we could not verify that we were Three Finger Betty, which sounds like weird to say that. But, um, you know, as like a small band that doesn't generate any positive cash inflow, we don't really have any point of like making any sort of like proclamation um of the nine cents we make at the end of the year or whatever it ends up being. <laughs> so yeah, it, when it all, when it all shakes down, um, we couldn't prove it. So we didn't have any form of like ID or anything that we could show them. And then boom, away it went. And I don't know exactly what happened. Um, I'm assuming I know based on like what, uh, reporting I could see, um, when we were told to provide this documentation. So either way, there's no three finger buddies social media at the moment uh there's facebook and uh all the stuff is still streamable but yeah there's no instagram i should have said um so yeah i guess that's another thing out there if you're once again if you're running social medias try and protect them it's just kind of weird i don't i don't know it's it's so weird like they're all linked together facebook and instagram but for some reason away goes one account but the other one is there so either way yeah keep your uh, social medias protected uh the best you can i don't know I have no clue what happened there. So, um, well, I, like I said, I do have a, I do have an inkling, but I don't think um, it's worth putting out there on social media or in a podcast form. So, like I said, yeah, just go out there, you know, check your social medias, and um, yeah, just do your best to secure them with uh, who you are the best you can uh, in order to prevent any sort of shortcomings in any form. So. Otherwise, yeah, uh, Three Finger Betty's been doing some stuff. We have uh, an album that we recorded, and if you listen to the podcast I did with Misha uh, a few weeks back, uh, we had discussed how, as a band, Three Finger Betty, we kind of just want to do everything together to preserve some sort of... um, integrity to the product so that way at least if somebody has an opinion that we feel needs to be voiced we can at least still voice it so that is kind of why we like to try to do things together um also it's just kind of you know even even though john is the foundation of everything that is three finger betty we all put our two cents in to make the final song whatever you want to call it so uh there is to a certain extent, we all have like a little bit of ownership to what's going on. So we like to all be present. We do that in the recording fashion. We do that in every fashion. And um, in Three Finger Betty, we prefer to record in a live fashion as, a por- as opposed to single tracking everything. So there's also that dynamic that has to be looked at when we record things, uh, whether it be vocals or background vocals or the entire band piece live. The only that's the only things we add on in in some sort of a post would be vo- vocals and background vocals. And with the EP, we had scheduled out a date and it didn't work. 
for everybody. So we had to reschedule it. And by the time we rescheduled, it was so far down the road. It was like, all right, now or never kind of deal. And, uh, unfortunately I could not make it happen. So what we did instead was brought in a bunch of our buddies from other bands and had them come in and do some background vocals, uh, on the album. So instead of having the whole band doing the background vocals, it was actually the band plus, um, I think Misha might've been in on it. There was, everyone was in on it. As far as I know, I was not there. That's something we can talk to John about when he hops on the podcast next. But yeah, that was a, that was something we did instead. So it's kind of fun that that ended up being a thing. And, you know, maybe that'll be a thing this time if we can find some people that are free on the given day that we choose, but we do have a date scheduled to, finish off the next three finger betty ep i don't know i guess i i'd call it an ep it's too short for an album but what is a full-length album and how 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 do you want to argue those points so uh yeah it's it's definitely uh i think what we got seven eight nine songs maybe recorded a handful of new ones a couple of favorites that everyone's heard um otherwise yeah we've got some we got some good stuff coming down the pipe there and it's gonna be a good time uh in the upcoming year for three finger betty i think we might have to revamp a few things maybe social media wise and maybe get some new art out there maybe get some new merch we uh we have pretty much sold out of one of the varieties of shirts which i may need to go update the the shop on that one but you know, we've pretty much sold out of one variety of shirts, and I'm not sure we're going to get any more of those in. So, um, yeah, as, as I, th- I think the Three Finger Betty pinup and the Fingers shirt, uh, those, when we sell out of those, I believe we're just going to let those go and uh, hopefully get some new artwork in and get some new shirts printed and have that be a thing. So, if you guys are looking for... Three Finger Betty, Three Finger Betty merch. There is a Three Finger Betty shop. I I think I could. I'm gonna say I post it down below. Otherwise, just go to at Three Finger Betty on on Facebook, and there's a link there to it. So just blam. There you go. Easy peasy. That's an easy one for you. There's um. Let's hear. I think it's Bandcamp. Three Finger Betty dot Bandcamp dot com. Let me look it up. Um. Threefingerbetty.bandcamp.com. Boom, there it is. So that's the that's the link if anybody wants to go to it. There is two albums there. Plus that there's there is actually a bonus Three Finger Betty album from when we did a live studio performance during uh, COVID uh, in the middle of a blizzard, which was pretty awesome. Driving to Omaha, that was one of the times we played in Omaha. We played at Anytime Studios. Plenty of stuff in the Omaha area gets recorded in anytime studio so check that out too um otherwise that's threefingerbetty.bandcamp.com there's merch there t-shirts etc etc uh three finger betty did also finally press the studio demo on um like what is actually a cd so there's a cd of it with an with an actual cover and everything for a long time we were just burning the demos and writing on them and saying here if you buy something we'll just give it to you and uh just making them cheap if somebody wanted to buy one but now we have actual actual physical copies of that that will be on the three finger betty Bandcamp soon um i still have to 
do some photos for that and things like that. So otherwise, yeah, that will be on there very, very soon. And I'm excited for that. Uh, I did not actually perform on that album, but it is uh, what I learned on. That's That was the one that when I joined the band, they were like, here you go, learn the songs. And I learned them all and showed up to a practice and was just like, how's this sound? And um, the rest is history. So like I said, Three Finger Betty is soon to have a third uh album out i guess i don't know what you want to call it uh their second ep third demo whatever something um yes there's gonna be the third cd is gonna come out soon third album whatever however you want to title it and that will be like i said i hope i hope that would be coming maybe by the end of the year it's the a lot of the albums or at least the only only one i was with but like it seems like we tend to draw things out a little bit unfortunately but at the same time, we do want to make sure we get things done um, right, I guess, to, or what we feel is right. And we also want to try to do justice to what we're trying to do. I, I mean, I've talked about it before on the podcast. I could record stuff. I can't guarantee it's going to be amazing. I mean, it'll be good, but it's not going to be uh, the quality level of what we have going on with uh especially with our last EP, that's the proof is in the pudding. And uh, this next one's going to be just as good. And I'm super stoked to finally uh, pull that to an end. But that just means the next project has got to got to start. So there, I mean, it's just it's a never ending thing. There's a lot of bands out there that are just crushing it putting out albums, it seems like one one a year or so. And uh it's wild. It's wild, you know. We're just out there playing with a lot of different bands in Three Finger Betty, touring bands, local bands, you name it. And there's a handful of local bands out there that have just been absolutely crushing it in the live scene. Um, I, I do have to say, Jared Harp. I see him posting a lot in uh, the Audible Farm Facebook group. Uh, I do see he plays a lot of shows. So yeah, whether it's uh, more cheese or Americature, that that camp has a lot going on as well. And uh, we played a show with them maybe a few months ago. Man, it's probably already been six months ago since that show. But yeah, they're they're busy. They're busy just like the Betty guys over here. And and I'll tell you what, uh, don't sleep on the local music scene. A lot of them are are blowing up. Like as far as I can tell, I've been kind of trying my best to at least glance at what's going on in different areas and kind of regionalize every band or it's like they play a lot of shows in this area in this area in that area and there's a few bands that are starting to get all over iowa and there's a few bands that are starting to to really play a lot of shows in their given market and and just outside of their given market so it's really wild to know that that is is taking off I'm seeing the the solo singer-songwriters are just out there crushing it right now at the moment. It seems to be a very popular thing, but I do also know that there's a lot of full band gigs getting booked for the summertime for a lot of people, so it's going to be a fun summer coming up. I do know that for a fact. I know Jesse Wilson, um, I've played a lot of shows with him this year. I've played less shows than last year. He's done a lot, lot, lot of solo shows, and it's really awesome to get together with him, you know, when I get together with him less sparingly, I can still see like, th- I can see the growth that he's making still. Uh, it's more like abundantly clear than it would be as if I had, you know, played with him every single day. So it's kind of cool to to just play a show with him, you know, every other week or this, that, and the other, just to, you know, see his growth and, and how tight 
everything's starting to come together and it's it's really wild you know he's out there just crushing it as a solo act so uh, he's been playing shows splitting shows with lee clett and i was at one of those shows i watched him uh they got a fun concept going on there it's 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 really great you know you get a couple songs out of jesse and lee plays along and does some backup and then lee plays a couple songs and jesse plays along does a little bit of backup and if somebody wants to take a break you got somebody up there and if you know while you're doing that, you can schmooze with the people and sell some merch and go back up on stage and play some more music. It's it's really kind of a fun dynamic those two have going on for, for like duo shows. And uh, yeah, I mean, it seems like the the market is changing out there as far as like who's kind of booking what kind of shows or who's going to choose to go on what shows. Um, seeing a, a, a little bit more of a spike in splitting the bills with um, like singer songwriter type people. And that's actually really, really kind of cool. Cause it, it, I played so many shows that were split build, uh, for people that are listening, that don't under, you know, might not understand. Like I played a lot of shows where three finger Betty was on a band on a show with, you know, three or four or five other bands, you know, or two or, you know, whatever it happens to be. But I've played a lot of shows there where it's like, we have this much time to squeeze all of us in. Let's split up set times and see where we're going to come out here. And then just try to come out ahead in the end, you know, and that's, I've played a lot of those shows, but it's really kind of cool to see the singer songwriters kind of starting to do that a little bit. Like I said, I've seen a few places booking shows that are kind of similar to that. So it is kind of fun to see, like I said, that going on and, um, I guess as long as the people are okay splitting splitting the payout, it's it works in everyone's favor as far as I'm concerned, you know. So it's really kind of cool, and I I feel like that'd be a good chance to network and promote yourself with another person and kind of talk to some people that might you might not get to talk to any another any other way, or maybe like book a show you might not be able to book another way, or or you know have people see you that wouldn't be able to see you other way, and so yeah, I I feel like that splitting a show is definitely beneficial to an extent but uh it's also kind of it could be detrimental because you're you know losing out on the money uh in the first place but at the same rate you could also argue that i guess if you have some merch or something to to sell like it could be beneficial to on the back end so there's a bunch of arguments you can make there but uh I, i mean the concept of merch has come up before on this podcast and there's a lot of people out there that say um, no, I'm not going to have merch, which kind of blows my mind. And I get it though, too. Like it, let's face it. It sucks to drag merch around from show to show. It really, really does. I mean, it's, it's one more thing. That's the other argument. It's, it's literally one more thing. Every place you're going to play, there's a table you can put your stuff on, but you, so you don't have to bring tables and all that other stuff. If you want to get fancy, you can bring a board with everything on it or like a nice cutout that has all the stuff or whatever. But at the same time, it, it's, it gets a little, I don't know, cumbersome to just drag one extra box with you or two extra boxes of stuff. You know, like, oh, I got T-shirts in here and this one's got CDs and hats or whatever. You know, whatever you just choose to sell. But at the same time, you kind of also have to have something to present to people. Um, I mean, you don't really have to. There's plenty of people I know out there that are full-time musicians that say, absolutely not, I'm not dealing with that. But I, I do know some people that, occasionally will dabble in that and when they do uh, you've kind of got to strike while the iron's hot because you might not be able to get whatever your that is again you know um 
whether it be t-shirts oh we made a run of t-shirts it's like well i better get one now because they might not make another one because they usually don't have t-shirts so i i snag a lot of people's merch uh if they if they have them out lately i always 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 used to be about t-shirts i mean always concert shirts i have a plenty uh let's just say that and uh and yeah i don't know i I was gonna say let's move on but let's let's peel that back a little bit so yeah i've got a lot of concert shirts i went to i've been to literally hundreds and hundreds of concerts over the years uh in big arenas festivals uh small bands big bands if you if you combine independent shows with like big 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 shows i we're probably over you know in the thousands somewhere but for a while there, I bought a t-shirt at just about every show I went to. If it was a band I wanted to go see that I made a point to go drive to go see. And, um, yeah, uh, I got a lot of concert shirts. So, yeah, I, I've I've been lately buying a lot of hats, though. If you're watching this on the Patreon, you can see my new hat. And, uh, yeah, I got me a Jesse Wilson music hat. Hurrah, hurrah. Which is pretty cool, you know. I have uh, been playing with Jesse for quite a while, and he finally got hats. And I said, gimme, gimme, and I got one. So, uh yeah it was like the first time i saw him after he got some i was just like here's my money you know what i want and i got a hat but i've you can kind of see in the background um on the patreon if i do solo episodes there's some hats like uh there's a matt woods hat here and there's a scott kirkhart there and there's a pv hat there and there's a broken strings hat right here um but yeah i've got Got some more hats. There's a Vinny and the Night Prowlers hat over there. I got a another Scott Kirkhart hat. So I'm starting to collect me some some pretty fun hats from independent people around the area. So yeah, if you got hats or merch or anything, uh, hit hit me up. If you want to trade some merch, I'd, I'd be more than happy to trade some Audible Farm merch for some for some merch from your band. Um, yeah, I'm I'm all about it. I try my best to support. I wonder what shirt I got on. I bet it's Audible Farm. Uh, yeah, it's Audible Farm shirt, unfortunately. But it, I do like going out places and wearing other t-shirts uh, if I can. So uh, it's just one of those things I always felt like if I don't have to be a walking billboard for someone else. But if it's something I enjoy, I'll I'll go out and support it. I'll put a t-shirt on for it. It's just a shirt. Like, I don't know. You look down and it's whatever. You know, it's I, don't, I guess I don't really look at it too much like that. I guess there's some people that say concert shirts are low brow, but I don't necessarily feel that way. So yeah, if you guys got some, some shirts, uh, hit me up. Otherwise the point I was trying to make the long and short of that was if, if you got a buddy that's got some merch and you want some, I guess my advice, it's not like buy the merch to support your friend. If you're going to buy the merch anyways, uh, it kind of makes sense to buy it sooner rather than later. Cause otherwise you'll miss out on it. And I've missed out on some pretty, pretty fun merch from some awesome bands uh just over the last couple of years so i'm uh not like oh, I'm, I'm super upset about it but it does kind of like bum me out that i missed out on that unfortunately so uh yeah if you guys are looking for some merch i you know three finger betty once again with there's three finger betty merch uh, i play with jesse wilson he's got merch and uh there's audible farm merch as well you know all about the audible farm merch i wear it all the time and uh yeah i do need to up myself on some audible farm merch but yeah i still do have a decent backlog of of shirts and things like that if anybody wants some shirts uh the designs that are the custom ones that i recently made uh are running low i will have to say that but the uh, original shirts got plenty left so hit me up if you're looking for some audible farm shirts 
Um, I think I'm getting pretty close to the end of this episode. I'm running out of stuff to talk about, and I honestly didn't talk about much. So I think I'm going to end it here, and I'll see you in the outro. Easy episode this week. Uh, yeah, clocking in under a half an hour. Try my best uh, on solo episodes not to get it about a half an hour, but you know what? I'm okay with it being a little short this week. Uh, check out everything I mentioned here. I mean, it's pretty much just stuff I've got going on. Three Finger Betty. Uh, it's at Three Finger Betty pretty much everywhere, uh, except for the social media, uh, Instagram that was taken down for whatever reason. Uh, yeah. So other than the Instagram, there's Three Finger Betty stuff everywhere. Uh, there's Jesse Wilson music stuff everywhere at Jesse Wilson music on pretty much every single thing. Uh, otherwise audible farm, all the links down below for audible farm. They're there. Uh, check out the Patreon. Check out last week's episode. It was tons of fun. Uh, if you guys missed out on last week's episode, they actually have the video version on their YouTube channel over on the Late Street channel. So check it out. There's a link to that on last week's episode. Otherwise, like I said, uh, hopefully I got some of these scheduled episodes upcoming that, that pull through because I got some good stuff coming up. I just my schedule is so wild now I'm, I'm only free like two nights a week to record and if i can't find anyone on those two nights i'm kind of stuck so it's unfortunate but it's just kind of the way it's working at the moment given my schedule um yeah it's not not a bad thing being busy uh just need to also be able to take a break once in a while you know uh you know and that's another thing i i, I kind of wanted to mention last week's episode was awesome i mean for as hilarious as it was and i mean it was just comedy gold the whole time the video version's extra hilarious there's so much fun stuff going on um yeah i never mentioned it but they they kind of mentioned it as a joke like there was literally uh like a box elder bug that was in my pant leg like the majority of the last episode and it was absolutely driving me nuts so yeah i mean like if you want to check out the video version you can uh watch me struggle to, to fight a bug that's in my pant leg every now and then that's pretty fun uh, otherwise uh i do know the late street guys have been posting this clip over and over again it's hilarious uh it was just recently posted on the audible farm youtube channel uh yeah there's a clip of of them in that episode that's super funny it's definitely worth checking out uh like i said go check out the late street youtube channel for the full video it's totally worth it it's free there it's 100 free there so check it out uh, otherwise, yeah, all the Audible Farm stuff's down below. Go listen to the past episodes. Let me know who your favorite guests have been so far. Who do you want back on? Uh, yeah, hit me up. Uh, drop some comments wherever you're listening to this or whatever on social media. All right. Appreciate you guys. I'm out this week. I will check you guys next week. Peace.